लाडली लाल की श्रीमत सदगुरु सरकार की दिवा करी प्रपन्ना हम गुरु पादा तस्य प्रेरणया तस्य दिव्यादेशम वदाम्यहम मन्नाथ श्री जगन्नाथो मद्गुरु श्री जगद्गुरु मदात्मा सर्वभूतात्मा कृपालु गुरवे सजल जल दशा मलतनु 
सरोजाक्षकुटकटकाद्यारणवान्रकानाथ प्रतिमदन श्रीमुरलिकाहेयो गोपीगण परिवृता कुंकुमचि यो ब्रह्मण विदधाति पूर्व यो वै वेदाश्च प्रहिणोति तस्म तग्वंहदेवत्मबुद्धि प्रकाशम मुमुक्षुर्वै शरणमहम प्रपद्ये We'll chant for a few minutes. Bhaju giri dhar Govind gopala Go. 
Respected devotees of Sri Maharaji, respected viewers, Radhe Radhe. Acharyam Vijaniyan Navamanyetakarhichit Namartya Buddhya Suyeta Sarvadeva Mayo Guru This verse is from the Bhagavatam and it glorifies Guru Tattva. Guru se Milave Hari Govindaradhe Hari Se Milave Guru Tattva Batade Radha Govind Geet God sends a God-realized personality in the life of an aspiring soul. And that God-realized personality elevates the soul to such a limit 
that when he reaches perfection in his devotional life, he finds God in front of him. So the power that unites a soul with the supreme soul is called Guru Tattva. Sri Krishna himself, through this verse, addressed the foremost jnani Uddhav Paramhans. And Sri Krishna told him that you must understand Uddhav that Acharya, which means not only are Guru and I the same, we are one. The Guru is another form of my own personality. Seeing his human-like form, do not consider him to be a human, an ordinary human. All the powers reside within him just as they do in me. All the divine powers. Hari Guru Hesaman Vedavani Hey Praman Yasya Devi Parabhakti Yahamantra Dharudhyan Vedavani Hey Praman This Kirtan was composed by our Sri Maharaji. Hari Guru hai Saman. God and Guru are one. The Vedas are the proof. Yasya Deve Para Bhakti. This Ved Mantra means that devotion to Guru is should be the same as devotion to God. As individual souls, our eternal quest is for unlimited divine happiness for all eternity. Ananda Paniki Govindaradhe Jeeva Menitya Every soul inherently desires only one thing, and that is happiness. Ananda. Jeeva Chaha Krishnananda Govindaradhe Jo hai anant divya netya bata de. And the happiness that 
every soul desires is the happiness or the divine bliss of Sri Krishna, which is infinite, divine, and eternal. So God and Guru are one, is what this verse tells us. Guru sehi hari gyan govind radhe guru binu ka khagagha gyan na bata de shrotriya brahmanishtha govind radhe Guru hi Ishwarya Gyan Karade Hari Guru Ek Kintu Govind Radhe Guru Manashuddh Kare Prem Sudhade Hari Guru Ek kintu govind radhe Guru ki kripa ho to hari te mila de So it is only Guru who will impart divine knowledge and without the guidance, the inspiration of a guru, we couldn't possibly learn the ABC of divine truth, divine knowledge. It is a God-realized personality, Shrotriya, who is well-versed in the scriptures, and Brahmanisht, who has realized God, who can unite us and give us that knowledge of the divine scriptures. God and Guru are one, and yet it is only the Guru who purifies our heart and unites us. Prema Sudhade, he bestows divine love upon us. And even though God and Guru are one and the same, we desire, we aspire for the grace of the Guru because it is only with His grace that we can reach our divine goal of God-realization. Let us look at what our scriptures tell us. To experience the divine, our scriptures tell us that we must surrender to a God-realized personality, a saint. And so surrendering to a saint must be done. Pariksha lokan karmachitan brahmano nirveda mayan nastya kritaha kritena tad vigyanartham sagurumeva bhigachet samitpani shrotriyam brahmanishtham Mundakopanishad to experience divine love, we 
should faithfully surrender to a saint who has attained God and has perfect knowledge of the scriptures. Further, the script, our scriptures tell us, Acharyavan Purushohi Ved, Chandogya Upanishad, the one who surrenders to a saint attains God. Shri Krishna himself has revealed in the Bhagavad Gita, Tadvidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadekshanti te jnanam jnaninas tattvadarshinah Gita. To attain divine love or the vision of God, one has to surrender to a saint of blissful dignity and scriptural intelligence. And the seeker should, should express his inclination for God realization and learn devotional secrets from that saint. And he should willingly serve the saint to purify his heart and to enter into divine love consciousness. Gita. Tasmad Gurum Prapadyeta. So the Bhagavatam also tells us Tasmad Gurum Prapadyeta Jigyasu Shriya Uttamam Shabde Parecha Nishnatam Brahman Yupashamashrayam Bhagavatam. That in order to experience divine love, the earnest seeker has to submit to a saint of the highest attainment and also the saint who has scriptural understanding. So this is what our scriptures tell us about the glory and the importance of Guru Tattva. There are eight, even though God is the embodiment of unlimited, infinite attributes, virtues, but there are eight attributes or divine powers that Sri Krishna or God bestows upon the saint, and as a result of that, the saint becomes one with God. Apahrita papma vijaro vimrityur vishoko vijighatso pipasaha satyakamaha satyasankalpaha. He bestows his eight powers upon the saint at God realization, and then he becomes one with God. In fact, from the standpoint of our spiritual self-interest, the saint is considered superior to God. Ram te adhika ram karadasa. But from the standpoint of philosophy, they are not two, they are one. But just as the saint loves God more than his own very soul, God loves the saint more than his soul. And just as the saint will not tolerate any disrespect toward God, 
God will not tolerate any disrespect toward the saint. So the soul of God and Guru take one form, and yet they appear, they manifest in two forms, one as Guru and God, and yet they are one. So Sri Krishna says that the that I bestow these eight powers. And the first is Apahrita Papma, which means God says that vice and virtue, virtue and vice, they cannot touch me. I am beyond virtue and vice. Anyatra dharma danyatra dharma danyatra smat krita kritat. Righteousness and unrighteousness, virtue and vice cannot touch God. So Sri Krishna says that I bestow this power upon the saint and he becomes like me, the saint. So just as the powerhouse sends a current of electricity through a live wire. If a person touches that live wire, what will happen? They will be pulled in. That person will be pulled in. And if anyone else touches that person who is in direct contact with that current or live wire, that person will also get pulled in. So Sri Krishna says that I bestow apakrita papma. And there is another important quality attribute, and that is satya sankalpa. Satya sankalpa means that whatever God desires, whatever He contemplates, it happens. He doesn't have to do any work as such, He doesn't have to do anything. He simply contemplates and it happens. Just as when he smiles, then what happens? Infinite Brahmans, they evolve. They come into existence. And when he holds his breath, then there's dissolution. So he doesn't have to do anything. So God's desires are self-fulfilling. He doesn't have to do anything. So... He says that I bestow this power upon the saint as well. And of course, there are six more. And in addition to that, I also bestow my infinite divine knowledge. Yaha sarva yaha sarva vedyasya jnana mayam tapaha. God is the embodiment of infinite divine knowledge, he says, I bestow that on the saint. Chitta and unlimited divine bliss, ananda, and also satta, eternal life. Every individual in the entire universe has eternal life, whether 
a soul revolves in the cycle of 8.4 million forms, or whether he resides in divine Golok, every soul, every individual soul is eternal. Is eternal. So, God is the embodiment of Satta Chitta Anand, and he bestows that upon the saint forever, forever. Yes. And yet, there is one difference between God and the saint. And what is that? Jagat Vyapar Varjam. It is described in the Vedanta in Brahma Sutra that the task of creating the world or the, the work of creation, God does not give to the saint. As Sri Maharaj says, God does such messy, filthy, dirty work for us souls. Yes. There are uncountable souls. He assumes uncountable forms and resides in the heart of each and every individual. Yes. And he keeps an account, a record of each and every thought that crosses our mind and imparts the results of each and every thought. Yes. So God does such lowly work for us. As Sri Maharaj says, you know, even in the world we pay an accountant to keep our books. <laughs> what do we pay God? Do we pay him anything? No. We ignore him. We criticize him. We rebuke him. Our faith keeps faltering and changing and what not, and still he serves us. Yes. So, this work of creation, God does not give to the saint. He does it himself. He does it himself. So, Acharya Van, Acharya Mam, brother, Vijani Yan. So Sri Krishna says, do not ever, ever think that we are two, we are one and the same, exactly one. Don't ever differentiate even, even a trace, even, even a small fraction of a fraction. No, don't, because it will become a transgression, a grave spiritual sin for which there is no atonement whatsoever. There's no atonement. So, acharya mam vijani ya navamanye takkar hichit do not harbor, do not harbor disrespect, do not harbor feelings of ingratitude, do not exhibit 
any feelings of negativity or ill feelings or even have an ill thought toward the saint. And when and how? In your dream. Even in your dream. Sri Krishna says, whether you, whether you follow my instructions or not, that is okay. But do not disobey the instructions of your guru. Vishnu sthane kritam papam guru sthane prabhuchyate. Because if you do, then what will happen? It will become a transgression. Your guru has the power. If you commit a transgression toward me, Sri Krishna says, then your guru can pardon you. He can forgive you. Because I myself have given him the power. But, but, if a transgression committed toward the saint, I will not forgive. Nobody can forgive. So, never, even in your dream, think against the saint, the God-realized personality. Namartya buddhya suyeta in the second line. Sri Krishna says that my saints and I are beyond the realm of Maya. And yet we perform seemingly worldly material actions. And this is why you could get confused. This is why you could get confused. Yes. So seeing his form like a human form, material form, do not think that it is so. It is not a material form. Like you may think, it is not like that. And just as my actions are governed, I perform all my actions with, through yoga maya, I endow the saint with that same power, yoga maya, and therefore his actions are also governed by yoga maya. That is why our scriptures tell us, Nachalati Bhagavat Padaravinda Lavanimishadhamapiyaha Savaishnavagriyaha. That the one whose heart is unaffected by material emotions and the one whose heart is filled with divine love is a saint is a saint and yet we hear in our scriptures and not only that we have even witnessed through the countless dissensions of god we were also there and we witnessed hanumanji killing murdering but that is no reason to conclude 
that he had animosity toward those souls that he was killing. No. Because as he was performing, as he was killing, what was he experiencing? He was experiencing his beloved Sita Ram in every particle of the world. Sita Ram mein sab jag jana. That is what he was experiencing as his beloved Sita Ram. And Arjun, he killed so many, yes. And what did he experience? He perceived Sri Krishna everywhere. In every particle, he, all he experienced was the presence of Sri Krishna. There was not a gap of even one hundredth of a second. Not even the slightest interruption. Not even one hundredth of a second. No. So you may wonder then why and how this contradiction. How? So Sri Maharaji tells us, Tuma yoga maya yukta govinda radhe jeeva tohe maya baddha bheda batade Radha Govinda Geet As afflicted souls, we under the influence of Maya, our actions are governed by Maya. And the actions of God and saints are governed by Yoga Maya. Just as a roasted grain, a roasted grain cannot grow or sprout even if it is exposed to sun or rain. It is not going to grow. In the same way, the saint who has realized and attained God and has had his material nature destroyed at the roots is far, far from passion, from anger, from greed, from jealousy. Virtue and vice cannot touch him. He is beyond all of that. All of those defilements of maya. He is way above them. Yes. But it is because of yoga maya that the actions of God and saints for which there can be no intellectual inference to our perception, they appear to be puzzling and very surprising. Once Arjun, he went to the celestial abode, to the abode of Indra, where he was greatly honored. And so the most beautiful woman of that abode, Urvashi, she fell in love with Arjun. 
So during the night, she made advanced, amorous advances toward Arjun. And Arjun, he remained unmoved, unmoved by her beauty and resisted her. Now the same Arjun, after receiving the knowledge of the Gita, went to Nagluk, a lower celestial abode, and there he fell in love with a damsel. His younger brother Bhim, he married Hidamba when they were in exile. The attachment of sage Parashar, the birth of the five Pandavas, is, these are unbelievable events. And even Dhritarashtra, the father of Duryodhan and his 99 brothers, after the war of Mahabharata was over, Dhritarashtra, he wanted to embrace Bhim. So Sri Krishna tricked him and he sent him a statue made of iron. And he said, here's Bhim, embrace him. So these are all miraculous acts of Yogamaya, which means that God and saints, they retain their inner divine personality and yet perform actions as we think they are, material actions of jealousy, greed, anger, animosity, and all of that. Moreover, while according to human reasoning, it is impossible for a person to unite, to physically unite with another person of the opposite sex in a love affair and bring about conception without any sexual passion. We don't believe that that is possible. And yet, we hear, we hear that Prahlad became God-realized. After he was God-realized, he got married and had children. And he ruled for one Manavantar. One Manavantar. The age of Kaliyug is 432,000 years. Twice the age of Kaliyug is the age of Dwapar Yug, 864,000 years. Three times the age of Kaliyug is the age or the length of Treta Yug, 1,296,000 years. And four times the age of Kaliyug is Satyug or the length of Satyug, 1,728,000 years. So one cycle of the four yugas is 4.32 million years, and times by 71 is one manavantar. So Prahlad, he ruled for one manavantar for that length of time. But we cannot comprehend it. 
the gopis had children and they were living ordinary life just like other human beings and yet they were they had no worldly feelings and they were fully absorbed in shri krishna in shri krishna so namartya buddhya suyet do not think that the saint or your guru is just an ordinary human being no never entertain those kinds of thoughts toward him no not at all in fact a saint conceals himself even more and by acting like a material being so that people would be cautious and apply intelligence before surrendering and if physical just perception if one wants to surrender on the basis of the physical appearance then that seeker could be deceived he could be deceived by an impostor because it is very easy to create an outward physical appearance and behavior of a saint one can have long hair or shave his head dye his clothes and sit under a tree if somebody offers him money then he just tears it up and throws it in the dust if anyone curses him then he smiles that's very easy to do and so if someone is seeking then they could be easily deceived into believing that that person is actually a saint but that is not the case that is not the case so we have to be, be very careful to not fall into such a trap because it is a trap we have to measure a saint of the depth of a saint's personality from within a saint's true identity is internal it is internal so this verse says namarte buddhya suyet and sarva deva mayo guruhu sarva deva mayo guruhu shri krishna says that all the powers they reside within me indra uncountable brahma vishnu shankar devi devta all of everyone resides within me and i also give that power to the saint in other words they also reside within the saint and shri krishna says that because after god realization i myself i govern each and every action of the saint and so the function or the actions of the saint in fact after god realization they cease he doesn't perform any action because god becomes the performer or the governor of his actions you see we as material souls in this world because we are under the influence of maya 
We perform our own actions, and that is why we also reap the consequences of our own actions. We, yes. But upon God's realization, when a saint realizes God's grace in the form of his divine vision, then God becomes the doer or the performer of each and every action of the saint from there on for all eternity. For all eternity, yes. And his actions of ignorance, God performs. His actions of omniscience, God performs. He does. The saint does not do anything. He doesn't even seek permission from God to do anything. He doesn't have to. Because now he has become one with God. So he doesn't perform any actions of his own. God does. And just like when Sri Krishna descended on this earth over 5,000 years ago, and when he was doing that leela of crying for mother to go into mother's lap, he was also absorbed in divine love. Bhagwan Ram, during his dissension, when he performed all those leelas of ignorance by his behavior toward Bali and Sugriv and Ravan, Vibhishan told Bhagwan Ram that you cannot kill you cannot kill Ravan. Why? Because he has a pot of nectar in his navel. So shoot the arrow right in his navel. And Bhagwan Ram said, oh really? I didn't know that. Is that so? So in other words, acting ignorantly. And the saints do the same thing. How? Because of yoga maya. So, sarva deva mayo guruhu. Sri Krishna says that all those divine powers, they reside within me and also they reside in the saint. So all you have to do is worship the saint. Worship the saint. You don't need to worship any other gods and goddesses or anyone else. Just by worshiping the saint alone, everyone else is gratified automatically. Automatically. So just worship the saint. That's it. Worship your guru. And if you also add other personalities to your worship then your goal which it should be of exclusiveness single-mindedness will be tainted it will become blemished that purity of your surrender will become compromised because Sri Krishna says that the goal of our devotion is that we want to be exclusive and single-minded. In other words, 
we want to keep our attention on Sri Krishna, his form, his lilas, his attributes, and his abode, and his saints, and his form. That is single-mindedness. So when we worship our guru, then we are already worshipping Sri Krishna and his form and his lilas and his abode and, and everybody. So that should be our goal. Sarvadeva Mayo Guru. And further, we can have any relational feelings we wish to have toward our Guru and Hari and Guru. It doesn't matter. There's no, we're not confined to loving them in a certain way, in a specific, whatever, however, our love grows. So long as we are stuck on them, our heart is stuck on them, and it doesn't deviate from them. That is the main goal. Just as fire, if you throw anything in fire, what will the fire do? It will give its own personality to the person or to whatever goes in it or comes into contact with it. So whatever the feelings may be for toward Guru, toward Hari and Guru, the goal is single-mindedness. And when I say single-mindedness, is to be true to our Guru. And we should even take pride in everything that we have been given. Why should we entertain anything else or anybody else as a justification that, well, I am still with my Guru, just like sometimes we feel that we want to, you know, chant a different chanting. That is not Maharaji's chanting. Why? Why do we feel this way? Hasn't Maharaji already given us everything we need and beyond for all eternity? Yes, he has. Then why do we feel the need to change the authenticity of his satsang by chanting something completely unrelated. It is only our ignorance. The only reason is our own lack of understanding and lack of appreciation for what Sri Maharaji has given to us. Because if we do appreciate, there's no way we would want to deviate from his legacy, from what he has given to us, from everything that he has bestowed upon us. We should be overcome with this feeling of pride. Pride? But pride is not a good thing. Yes, it is a good thing if it's going to grow our sadhana. Yes, I feel proud that I belong to Sri Maharaji. I feel proud that he chose me 
that he gave shelter to me. I feel proud of so many things. So we have so much to be proud of. The point here is single-mindedness, exclusiveness. So this verse signifies the glory, the importance, the perfection, and all of the above of our guru and the great fortune that we have been endowed with to elevate ourselves and gratify this life that we have under the grace and the guidance of our beloved Sri Maharaji. Srimat Sadguru Sarkar Ki Srimat Yugal Sarkar Ki Jai Jai Shri Radhe Jai Jai Shri Radhe Jai Jai Shri Radhe